Psalm 119, verses 97, 99, 103, and 104. Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. It's funny, when I was uh, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, when I was putting this uh, book originally together, uh, I didn't think I was going to draw anything out of Psalm 119. Uh, Psalm 119 is by far the longest song in the, uh, of the 150 uh, psalms in the Bible. I'm trying to uh, page through and see how many lines are in it, which is uh, exactly 176 lines in it. So, I mean, how do you make heads or tails of this? It's a, actually, it's a wonderful psalm. And, and mm-hmm. my question is, um, what does it cost to be a Christian? I mean, because he, he says he, he loves your law. He, he loves, you know, I mean, he's, he's connected to God through that. I, I don't think you can love anything if if God is not in your heart. You can you can simulate it, you can fake it, but you can't really be it. So I wrote uh, about this. The psalmist is speaking from his heart. Uh, I love the Lord and everything about Him. When you love the Lord, obedience is not a chore. It is a strong desire to do the right thing for the one you love. If you choose to live outside of the commands of the Lord, for whatever reason, you are uh, you are saying with your own life that you love someone or something more than God Himself, and that goes to us. I think a, a, a central issue for everybody who was born a Christian uh, and who has attended church and everything else uh, that, that that comes with being born into a faith. But is it faith itself that they have been born into? And I, I think that if my own case is a case in point here, uh, it's taken me the longest time to move into a position of love of the Lord before everything else. And it's still, it's still I think, a... I don't think anything I'm doing as it relates to uh, the church, to Christianity, to the Bible, has anything of a chore in it to me. But that doesn't mean has that, anything of a chore in it. Is that what yeah, you said? it's it's not a chore. Mm-hmm. Not something. It's right. Not work. It's love. Right. Different. Work, love is not work. But it, it, for those who are not in love or are faking love, it's always work. Hmm. And so I'm, I, I'm saying that I was one, I mean, you can, you know, you can do it in sort of name and, you know, Christian and name only, uh, where you mm. it really, we're, 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 we're presented with a menu of loves in this life. In other words, decisions, should I have this or should I have that? Should I love this or should I love that? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just goes on and on and on. It's confusing. But once you actually acknowledge that God is God, that you believe that he exists, and that you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and that the Holy Spirit exists, 
it starts changing the whole center of who you are. Mm -hmm. And you can't even explain it to people. It just is. Mm. No, I think you're really onto something thinking about the law, not as a chore, but as a love. I'm thinking of James one, you know, James, the new Testament mm -hmm. was a lover of the law, even though he totally understood the gospel too, which are sometimes kind of falsely put in opposition to one another. When James describes the law, he calls it the law of Liberty. Remember James one twenty five, the one who looks into the perfect law. That's what Psalm one nineteen is all about. The perfect law, the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of Liberty and perseveres being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. I think that's what you're describing, Eric, the blessing of obedience, the blessing of obedience to the perfect law, the law, not of chores, but the law of liberty. We do find liberty and freedom when we follow the simple laws of God. Now, of course, the gospel is the, is the overriding headline because none of us can obey the law perfectly, except for one, except for Christ. But when we have him in us and it's his obedience in and through us, and we experience that law of liberty, like you're describing, it does become a blessing, doesn't it? It becomes a blessing to obey the law, not a chore, but a blessing. And I, I think that we all have had uh, a, a, a similar kind of experiences so that we had favorite subjects in school, for example, and we loved them and we did well in them because we love them. In my case, it was history. I loved uh, reading history, taking history courses, did well in history. Later on, it became English lit. And I, I loved that thing, but I still didn't know the Bible. And so I was, uh, it was a, what you might call a minor love. Uh, it's a, it's not a passion. It's, it's not, you know, first love is, you know, it brings passion into it. And then that becomes something else over time. Uh, but it's still love. Uh, I think that, you know, moving uh, from what I was to um, what I am today is a long, long journey with many fits and starts. But I look back now and whether it's this five minute Bible study or just writing the, the, just starting the first book, which was called tree of life. They were all stepping stones to this conversation we're having today. And uh, I, I can look back and see that, but I couldn't see it while it was happening. Mm 